Hello everyone. The organization I'd like to promote this week is called Jasper's Game Day. The focus of this organization is uh, nonprofit prevention of suicide, uh, especially in teens. I think right now is a pretty difficult time for a lot of people, and uh, I think focusing on uh, mental health is a very important thing. And if you're having any struggles yourself, I encourage you to reach out to uh, someone, whether that be uh, someone you trust or an organization built for these sorts of things. Jasper's Game Day was started by Fenway Jones after she lost uh, some friends to suicide. The organization hosts uh, game days, uh, like tabletop RPG game days, and uh, further proceeds go toward uh, American Association of uh, Suicidology, as well as uh, crisis centers that uh, also help with suicide prevention of teens, uh, especially teens of minorities. A link to their website will be in the show description. You can choose to donate there, and they also have a shop. Um, they definitely baited me with some pins, so I'm going to be purchasing some for myself there, and you can do some for yourself as well. Please enjoy today's episode. So last time you eavesdropped on the conversation that Sluggo and Manny were having together, then you snuck into their uh, the tent of Manny and found the uh, large chest with many different locks, including the anomalous lock that made you uncomfortable, uh, came across the fact that someone had stolen the key and found it you found it on your person bended uh while in the same room there then opened up that and discovered uh magnolia the sister of anyas then you brought her upstairs and uh be began the conversation that you will have to try to plan out what exactly you're going to do here and we fed her some lemon bars. I don't want to forget that. The lemon bars, yes, they were very good. So how we are going to handle this planning session, uh, I think that there is about a half hour left before the clown show starts. So it's like 6.30 now. It's going to start at 7 p.m. And a majority of the people in the park have already started filing into the big top tent to watch the show. Uh, you can hear from in the tent that you're in currently that's got a partition that leads into the like maintenance area of the large tent. You can hear uh, the sounds of people conversing and murmuring amongst, amongst each other uh, in excitement for the clown show. But you are here in the tent of Manny, and you are seated at his uh, like conference table thing. You all have some lemon bars uh, that you immediately took without considering if Manny would be upset <laughs> at the fact that you're eating his lemon bars, his precious lemon bars. He spent hours on those. I'm going to be honest with you. Manny's feelings are not my greatest concern right <laughs> now. <laughs> that, that's That's fair. Uh, so you're all seated here. Magnolia, you just rescued uh, the sister of Agnes, and she uh, 
is here to give you some information uh, with the amount of time that you have left that hopefully will allow you to stop what the clowns are planning with their ritual and save all of the people who have come to the park today. So Magnolia turns to all of you and begins giving you uh, what information you have uh, within this 30 minute period. I am going to set a timer. If there's like a significant amount of time that is spent uh, among the players, not actually like the characters talking, then I may pause it for a little bit, but I'm trying to keep it uh, uh, slightly restricted about how much time you have to, to talk here. Can we get a ticking clock sound in the background just for added suspense? Uh, yeah, just go ahead and like put that clock that you had that one session uh in the background that made it entirely <laughs> awful to edit your audio. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. Just put that back in. <laughs> Can we get the uh, Kahoot music like on rhythm? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I, I feel like that should just be blaring louder than, or, or no, it'll start very quietly and then progressively get louder as, as your conversation <laughs> goes on. By the end, it's just like everyone's trying to shout at each other over the, the Kahoot music. Okay. Oh God, where is this music even coming from? <laughs> All right, your timer is starting now. Okay, um, so we're short on time. Let's see uh, where to start. Uh, so I've been here for uh, quite a while, uh, sort of since uh, our flock had to move away from where we previously lived. That's a story for another time. I, Anya's may not even remember it. Anyway, in the time that I've spent here, uh, I made a lot of friends, and we sort of just tried to do our best to get by. Um, during my time here, I met someone named uh, Veronica, but you would probably all know her as Icky, uh, Icky the Magical Clown. She wasn't always a clown. Um, she was a, a magnificent human, uh, a, an amazing magician, very kind and, and beautiful and very caring for everyone here in the park. Um, and she already was very, very powerful in her own right. And uh, I've, I've lost her now. Um, I wasn't able to to stop her from choosing a different path at the time. The, the clowns had already groomed her before I arrived here at the circus. And I wasn't able to get in the way when it came down to things. She's no longer what she was before she became a clown. And... I believe if I could talk to her alone and convince her that she doesn't have to be a clown anymore, I think that we could remove the clowns from the circus altogether. But Manny thinks that we need her to stay as a clown so that the circus is protected by her magical abilities. But I'm very certain that if I can work with her to protect the park our our combined magic will 
be more than enough to meet what she's been able to set up barriers-wise. I tried to convince Manny of this, but he saw it as too big of a risk, and that's why he found me locked up where I was. He he does have the best interest of the circus, all, all of us performers, in mind, and he's more willing to allow the clowns to continue harming the visitors rather than risk any harm coming to all of the performers. But our securities, it's not worth the, the lost lives and happiness of others. It, the clowns are like a festering sore that has been a, a darkness on the circus for a long time. And I know Veronica has fallen to that, but I, I know that I can bring her back from it. So I, I need you all to help me if, if you're able. I mean, like I said, you were able to get this far, which is impressive in its own right, but are you all willing to help. Do you know where she is? She will be with the clowns, uh, performing. That's the best time to try to do this, actually. I mean, yeah, of course. I Those clowns seem like, seem like bad news, so I kind of feel like it's kind of our job as um, foundation members to um, go ahead and help out i i mean that's that's what we're that's what we're supposed to do right hey yeah um, but you just wait a minute one step back you were saying that she ain't like she was before right right and and you think that if she became a clown you're just gonna go talk to her and that's gonna turn it all back um, she and I were very close. Um, I, I loved Veronica before she became what she is, but I think she felt pushed to become what she did by the fact that the park was becoming less and less safe. I think partially my own fault. But I, when she first became a clown, that was a long time ago, and I've been able to become a lot stronger. I, I'm confident I could even hold her off as I am now, if it comes down to it. But... I don't think I can match up to her full magic potential as she is now. I, though together, I'm certain, I am very certain that we could continue to defend the park. And I don't, I don't want to see her suffer anymore. 
I think when she first became a clown, she was excited by it and was something different. And I don't, I don't see as much life and joy in her eyes. But let's not focus on that too much, if that's okay. I just, I just want to be sure that we're. I mean, yeah, of course we we want to try to save Icky or Veronica, I guess, um, if we can. But I I don't want us to ignore the reality that we might have to take her on with the clowns if we're going to do this. I'm prepared for that possibility. Okay. Yeah, we haven't been doing this for uh, for a for a lot of time here, but things haven't tended to go towards a, a nice uh, sit-down, touchy-feely moment at the end. Well, um, uh, to give you some confidence, then, I can tell you sort of my tentative plan for how we can face this. So the clowns, uh, sort of what they like to do is uh, kidnap the young and impressionable. They then groom them, similarly to like they did with Veronica, and convince them to become clowns themselves. And they become twisted and unrecognizable. If you've been unfortunate enough to run into them on your way here, they probably just looked like normal clowns, though. Um, but they are led by uh, Eugene and Pius, the two head clowns, aside from Icky. Eugene is uh, nothing too special. He has a mimetic ability that alters visitors' perceptions of the clowns, so you don't see how grotesque they are. That's why you probably didn't notice much. Um, And then, other than that, uh, Eugene is sort of just a wiry, shifty creep of a clown that's... uh, He's just been around longer than most of the others. Pius is a bit of a, a different story. Uh, he is very large and a, a misshapen body. Um, also has very potent mind-altering magics that he uses. Uh, he conducts the ritual uh, that turns humans into clowns, and if one of them happens to fail, he may just absorb that individual into himself. That's why he's become so misshapen. Oh, God. Yes, it's not pleasant. But they will be at their most vulnerable uh, during the performance. Veronica will be busy wowing the audience. Um, Eugene will be preoccupied with trying to keep up the ruse. The rest of the clowns will be scouting the audience for people to kidnap, and Pius should be relatively alone. I, If we are able to take down Pius, I think that we sort of have our key to being able to get an opportunity to talk with Veronica one-on-one. Um, okay, one thing about the ceremony thing, do they have to do it in front of an audience like do they get you said they grow they groom the the kids they steal first so 
they're not stealing kids straight from the audience and doing this to turning them into clowns, right? Uh, it's not all one event. They will take the kids during this time, and usually Pius will make it so that the families of the individuals don't even remember who they lost while at the circus. Wait. So they will keep them here for a while and continue to groom them and then attempt to change them to clowns. It's not the most pleasant process. Okay. Um, that's not that. That's not why An- Anya's forgot about you, is it? He didn't modify her and her family's memory, did he? Uh, no. To my knowledge, Anya's has never been to the park before now. I mean, Anya's, I, I don't know what all you remember, but I, I'd love to catch up and talk about it more when we have the chance, but I, I feel like we need yeah. to prepare for this as best as we can. I, I'm I sorry. I agree. I would love to catch up, but I, I don't think now is a really good time. Okay, um, do we need to... Where do we stand on Manny? Is he going to help us or hinder us or... Well, um, that's a good question. Because up Um, until now, we've kind of been avoiding him as much as possible, but maybe it sounds like he might be able to help us bring some extra magic in. Well, I... He did not seem particularly fond of my plan before, but... You have all somehow avoided his ability to see you up until now. I don't know. Do you have a anti-memetic device? His his abilities are memetic for the most part, or at least his perception of people within the park. That's something that I um, have been thinking about ever since we kind of eavesdropped on him and Sluggo. Um. He mentioned that he lost sight of the the exploding man and my friend Sluggo and all the other places we went, but he didn't mention the Nereids, um, which make which which is weird because um, that's the only place we split up when we went to. Um, I don't remember if he mentioned the Fishman or not, but that's where Ned and I went, so. It seems like maybe Ned or I had something with us or about us that stopped him from seeing us. And then and then after we left you guys, that's when that's when the clowns told Benji that Manny knew they were there. So I don't know, maybe splitting up was a bad idea, but I don't know, could Ned did your little buddies don't have anything like that, do they? I mean, uh, not as far as I know. That would, uh, it could be a thought. I mean, I don't, I don't know too much about these, uh, these SCPs and all that. I think they're just kind of cute. That's right. They really are. They're good boys. Spot and Rover. Best <laughs> friends. Cute friends. Yeah, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll keep workshopping the name. But, uh. No, that's their names. That's their name. Beep. Uh, <laughs> it's an ominous dark 
or a low beep comes from the backpack. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, so we don't really know what's causing it, but for some reason, uh, Manny isn't able to see us. From what we heard of Manny, uh, he doesn't seem too uh, too friendly with your uh, with your Veronica here, or at least not with her uh, association with the clowns. No, um... And she was wanting us to steal something from here. Or maybe just uh, get in the box and get you, actually. Yeah, was that, uh, was that all we were supposed to do? Hey, uh, hey, Ben. What'd you, what'd you sign that blood pact for? Uh, yeah, to get the thing out of the box. Ah, well, I guess that'd be, uh, that'd be you then. Miss Magnolia. Uh... Okay, who who did you make this deal with? I forgot the name. <laughs> that would be the occult escapologist. Oh, wait, yeah. She was super creepy. Yeah, that wasn't Veronica. Okay, I was going to say, that doesn't sound like an icky or Veronica thing. Um, Do you have a history with the occult escapologist? Not particularly. I I think she's more of a somewhat recent addition i i don't know her too well that I, I don't imagine what else it could have been i i think the obvious assumption is maybe me. she just wanted the box for her act so that she could escape from it she needed it empty i bet that was it that's some pretty clever thinking there this is a very fancy box I mean, maybe it's the weird lock thing? The one that made me uncomfortable. Oh. Yeah, no, that would no, make yeah, more sense, wouldn't outside. it? Yeah. Well, uh, hold on. I Let me check. Uh, Magnolia begins to pat herself down and check through her pockets. And as she does, she reaches into uh, like her front left pocket because she has pants on and they have like deep pockets. And it's exciting because women's clothes often don't have good pockets but she pulls out uh, a singular six-sided die um could could it be this it has well, how the heck like did a, you get that bolt. i i don't know it wasn't on me when i went into the dungeon uh on yes isn't that what you were looking for was it what I was looking for? A a die? Oh, you mean my my uh, SCP Foundation thing? Yeah, it's supposed to be a dice with like different elemental powers. Okay, I need to get this out of the way. Yes, uh, here. She sets it on the table and like slides it to you very carefully and timidly. So you all? Uh, hey, you don't have a robot in your pocket, do you? Uh. No. Oh, rats. You you don't have any like random loose flash flash drives, or uh, uh no. You all are with the foundation, right? Depends on who's asking. Um, and depends on. I don't know that we actually got a chance to sign anything. <laughs> well, I I mean I normally have my like lab coat thing, but yeah. We are. Somewhat. 
more or less. I'm like in intern. Yeah. Lucas has definitely been paid by them already, so he's definitely with them. Uh, I am, I guess, genealogically with. She's the staring intently at the foundation. SCP symbol that's on your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't know. Did the rest of you ever sign anything? Oh yeah, I'm all signed up. Got that onboarding thing. It was great. Okay, okay, uh, we're we're burning too much time here. If you all are going to help me, I need you all to swear that none, none of the people in the park here will be taken by your people. Nothing. We are here because the Foundation and similar organizations treat us like things to be thrown in a cage, like animals or things that should be destroyed oh no 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 that's the whole point that's why we were hired on is because uh it's the four point system the new four point system that my mom that my mom instituted and it's right. uh, i'll believe that secure, when i see it contain protect and in integrate i think um but like yeah like benji works for us and he's all kinds of magic and so uh, i i haven't technically signed anything yet <laughs> Well, um, I mean, you get the idea. Like, they let him work for it. I mean, yeah, I mean, sure, we can probably go along with that. Um, yeah, scouts on I, it. Yeah, no blood packs, please. But, yeah, we can probably go with that. Um, the clowns, though? What about the clowns? Are we super married to, you know, keeping Anyas, them liberated? Anyas, can I trust these people? I've been with them for a while. I, I think you can trust them. I know they sound pretty shady. Two whole days. <laughs> <laughs> They've been long days. God. Okay. Uh, I'll trust also, you. Also pretty now. aggressive of you to be calling Miles shady right now. I don't know. It's just the way you guys talk. You make it very easy to not trust you <laughs> the guy dressed in the uh in the duster and the the, the trench coat you know <laughs> got the gloves it'll look, look a little shady okay i we need to figure out first how you have been avoiding manny's mimetic abilities that way we can maybe come up with an idea of how to avoid him going in well uh, it's it's got to be one of us, because definitely when we were all together, it uh he wasn't able to see us or who was around us. Well, so did I... you two split up at any point? Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. So it seemed like they couldn't see Ned and I, but sounds like they could still see the Nereids when Benji and Anya's were with them. So it seems like it's either me or Ned. Right? Did um, you and? Ned ever split up? Uh, yeah, I was I on the, the uh, I was on the the Ferris wheel. Oh yeah, that happened too. But we didn't really, weren't really with anyone at the time. You was uh with the clowns down on the bottom. Yeah, I was with the clowns, but we kind of <laughs> um, more or less introduced ourselves to the clowns down there. So I don't know that it was really a they didn't know it as us thing so much as 
we brought drew attention to ourselves a little bit and he looks at benji kind of side eyes benji oh okay in that case they should have had eugene with them whose abilities are also mimetic ned how did the clowns look to you from on top of the ferris wheel uh hey kenneth how did the clowns look to ned from on top of the ferris wheel oh uh i was i was there too they looked normal like you said they should if their mimetic abilities were working right okay so it's probably not ned miles how did they look to you when you were in the, in um, the bathroom miles in you see was it weird or was he just acting oh, weird yeah extremely lumpy in the bathroom uh i would say down by the circus pretty pretty not right to there too and we did yeah mm. it definitely looks pretty weird that one could have been Pius, not Eugene. Pius has magical abilities, not mimetic. Yeah, I don't know which one I saw in the bathroom, but... So when you were at the bottom at the Ferris wheel, when the clown procession was passing by, how did they look to you? Yeah, um, they looked weird. They had weird lumps in weird places, and one of them was acting like a ball, but he wasn't a ball? I, definitely not, I would say, vaguely people-shaped. I would say loosely people-shaped at best. So the anti-memetic abilities would lie with Miles, then? That also kind of tracks because at the, um, at the heart, um, everyone else, I think, kind of couldn't hear anything else going on outside, but I could still hear the circus just fine. And hey, that one SCP guy that I had a dream with, 990, he said that you guys would fail without me. And looks like he was right. Miles is incredibly proud of himself right now for his <laughs> innate ability that he had no idea about. Hey, hey. <laughs> Looking good, kid. All right. Well, hold on. Let's see if this is something that you have innately or a device that you have on you can i have your hands please she holds her hands out to you uh miles uh lays his hands on her on hers <laughs> hold them <laughs> do not lay your hands on this woman <laughs> so uh when you place your hands into uh, the hands of Magnolia, you feel a gentle breeze that begins to spin around the both of you. And then it begins to pick up and it begins to build into a, a small twister. And some of the papers and things within the room begin to fly into the air and circle around you and the table shakes as she is performing a small ritual on you to discover what your abilities are, if any. Jacob, when you decided to create Miles, you were uncertain of whether you wanted him to be completely mundane or if you wanted him to have some sort of ability. 
I will allow you to make the decision for yourself. This will either be an ability that Miles has innately, or this will be uh, a feature of the phone that your mother gave to you. Oh man, this is tough. You may take your time to make this decision. Advantages of Miles being having some sort of innate ability is the aforementioned innate abilities. This advantage is it's kind of funny to have just a random nine-year-old here. <laughs> I The timer has been paused. You yeah. have about like five minutes. <laughs> um, if I do take some sort of innate ability, would you be able to tell me, like outline what that ability is or are we going to have to like learn about that? I will outline what that is for you uh, tentatively and it could be developed further. Like, I think that you have grown stronger as you've progressed in the park here and your anti-memetic ability has expanded. I think that uh, to rectify how I've handled information that I've given you up until now, it is a field that surrounds you. So you were able to uh, protect your friends uh, from being able to be seen by Manny as you ventured through the park. As long as they were close enough to you, uh, there was no reason to believe that Manny could have seen you. So the few times that you did separate, your friends were either uh, distant from you up on top of a Ferris wheel or uh, in a different section of the park where one of you were at the Fishman and the others were at uh, uh, the, the Nereids. Okay. Um... Hey other people playing characters <laughs> tell me what do you think would be the most narratively interesting thing for me to t do here i think if you had it as an innate ability i think that would okay because like... i do think that would be more of a twist and so maybe add more for me to learn about myself yeah okay i'll tell you now i if you pick that path, I'm not planning on limiting it to just mimetic stuff because there's a lot of other fun stuff to explore about. Okay. This. Okay. That's useful to know. So, mm -hmm. all right, let's go with uh, innate ability then, because that does sound like there'll be more um, uh, foundation to build on there. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's an innate okay. ability decision made. So as the uh, twister that had been spinning around you and Magnolia begins to die down, you gently hear at the back of your mind the memory of what uh, SCP-990 told you the night before. Your friends are going to need you. And Magnolia lets go of your hands, uh, looks gently to you and says, it's not a device. You're quite special, young Miles. Miles' eyes widen, and he's like, I'm, I'm special? I, I, ah, uh, got Benji, Anyes, I'm just like you guys. I guess you too, Ned, except I don't, I don't think I can talk to my grandpa. I, I, I this is, I, I, I gotta tell, oh, maybe I shouldn't. Ah, oh, I want to tell my mom, but maybe I shouldn't tell my mom. I don't want her to have to 
lie to any coworkers or anything. Oh no. Okay, oh, hey, no, uh, don't be down. This is uh, this is great. It is. Yeah, I, it, it, yeah yes, and also, yeah, uh, you're right. I don't really know how to think about this right now. I'm just a nine year old well, kid. Uh, we don't have too much time for you to process. We are running very low on time. We have about like five minutes left before uh, the show starts. I, the, I this whole time that Miles the... is trying to process this, he's just shoveling lemon bars into his mouth, like absentmindedly <laughs> eating while he's. <laughs> Lucas is holding the tray for you. Perfect. <laughs> he's, he's amazed. <laughs> he, he had no idea this little kid had these abilities. Or could eat this many lemon bars. <laughs> um, I, I don't know the origins of your power or anything like that, but. Um... It seems that you are able to counteract mimetic abilities. I don't know how strong it is, but seeing that you were able to counteract the heart of the Dread Behemoth, I mean, that one is pretty pretty strong. Um, wow. I think... So, here are my thoughts. We will go into the tent... Um, if anyone wants to help me out here with this plan, feel free. And uh, so what we're doing is we're gonna take out a Pius so that you can be alone with uh, Veronica. Is that the yes. idea here? If we can take down Pius, I think that that's our best chance. And uh, do you have a layout of the of the tent? Well, uh, we'll be entering through the back entrance, so it, the entire audience should be opposite of us. I think that Eugene will probably be nearer the audience. Uh, Icky will be up in the air, performing great magics and wowing everyone. And Pius should be relatively nearby. I think if uh, Manny's abilities go a bit further beyond mimetic perception, so if we have Miles close enough to Manny, I don't think he'll be able to try anything, medically at least. Um, let's see, and then what else? I can... At least make sure that Veronica or Icky does not target any of you while you are trying to subdue Pius. Yeah, and so and uh, what are, the are rest we just going to focus on him? Yeah, are we just going to like drag him out and hit him over the head or something? Or yeah, if you could find a way to counteract his. Abilities, maybe, or, well, I guess if you also distracted Eugene with the anti-memetic abilities, then it might get the audience to scatter, at least. Create some confusion, and then you'll swoop in and, uh, and grab Icky or Veronica. That, that could work. 
Hey, what about uh, you and you and Agnes then? The duo at it again, something like that. Um. Yes, I. I don't know where to where to start. Um. How how's everyone doing? How's how's the family? Did the did the move to Piedmont go okay? Hey, look, uh, a family reunion and all would be great, but like you said, I don't think we got a lot of time here. Uh, I think you're right. And as you begin to say this, you hear uh, an organ begin to play. Is it the dread, the, the heart of the dread behemoth? No, it is Get not. It? Or, Get not it? Get it? Like organ? organ? Like a body <laughs> organ? <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is your Keeper Kenneth, and oh my goodness, there's so many things to talk about this week. I'm so excited. Uh, Let's get an ad in here real quick and then get back to the fun things. Okay, so fun things. Uh, Last week, we put up a uh, bonus episode short thing for you all uh, that was featuring Sluggo and a letter that uh, Lucas came across uh, while searching through Manny's things. Um, To clear up any confusion, there might have been, there was no mention of the letter in the episode, but I thought that it was a good spot for uh, something to be thrown in there. And I really wanted to do more stuff with Sluggo. So uh, that was a little bonus for you while I was on vacation. Thank you to Sarah Winton for being a voice in there. Uh, Thank you to Hannah Mullen for doing the music for that. And thank you to Jacob for doing the editing for that. Like, oh my goodness, so much help on it. It was amazing. uh, And I I loved doing it too. So thank you to all those people. Hannah didn't have to go as hard as she did on the music. So like, yeah, big thanks to her. While we're on the topic of episodes, uh, the finale for uh, the circus arc is going to be coming out uh, next episode. So uh, stick around for that in two weeks. Uh, it will be a pretty long one just because it was a, a decently long recording, uh, but we should be able to wrap up the arc there and then move on to some uh, not, not bigger and better things, but new things. Speaking of other new things, SCP archives. <laughs> if you've ever heard of them, uh, I believe I have plugged them in the past. Uh, I actually got to be in an episode. Uh, I'll link that in the show description as well. I was in SCP-5005, uh, Lamplight. I voiced the character Marcus. There uh, will be another episode that I did some voicing work for as well that's coming out. Uh, and I think Hannah may actually appear in one as well. So uh, keep an ear out for them. No new reviews this week. If you'd like to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and you'll hear it read by me, but more more coherent than more coherently than whatever that was uh, here during the mid-roll. Thank you as always to Michael Winton for the music and let's get you back into the episode. Magnolia turns to you all and says "Uh, well I don't think we have much else we can plan. Are you all ready, I suppose? Uh, yeah, let's go. I would, yeah, we'll, uh, I would go as we'll far see as to we say do. ready, but yeah, sure, let's do it. And uh, 
just to make sure, these uh, these clowns like this pious guy, there's some like extra dimensional horror or something, right? Uh, something like that. All right, I. Good to know. Very good to know. And uh, Ned will reach into his his backpack and pull out the uh the pink camo print personal defense weapon that he had at the very start <laughs> against <laughs> Abel. Perfect. It's been a while since we've seen that. It's been a long while. He only has four bullets. Miles, Miles is going to Miles is going to flip <laughs> flip a bullet over to Ned out of his pocket. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Just to be safe. Hey, uh thanks. Anya's cocks the shotgun. Miles definitely <laughs> the shotgun that she's had this entire time. <laughs> the, the first time that she's cocked it the whole <laughs> I've never used it. Yeah, I think you immediately turned into a harpy when you were facing Abel. I don't. I really yeah. don't think you actually have used it at all. Wait, no, I haven't. Had that been established? It's just, it's just for show. Have you just been like carrying a shotgun around on your back the entire time you've been at this carnival? It yes, yes it's Missouri Dan. We've been over this. Yes, oh right, we did. right, right, right. It's, it's been a little while. I'd forgotten. You're good. I want to see Anya's take harpy form and just rain fire from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Bro claws. Funny, you should men mention that. Uh, I don't think that'll work though, because when I transform, my my hands turn into wings. So you gotta get can't really, gotta get really dexterous with those toes. <laughs> oh, those toes. Yeah. Okay. Toe strength. So uh, funny, you should mention uh, a harpy transformation uh, as you all start towards this hallway. Uh, Magnolia kicks off her uh, running shoes that she had on and you see uh, when Agnes did her transformation it took about 30 seconds to actually go all the way through but Magnolia seems to have uh, found a way to speed up this process and has been able to master her ability to transform very quickly within uh, essentially a moment uh, her feet begin to change to claws and her arms sprout many many feathers and she is already in her harpy form all right kenneth just say it she's better than me fine she is more experienced than you you need to be a level two harpy to access quick transform <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm still level one harpy have you not leveled up I have. Sorry, my, my okay, apologies. You're level you get your subclass at level three. You need to be a level three oh. harpy to transition okay, to the to the go. fast fingers harpy subclass. All right, that makes more sense. Fast talons. <laughs> fast talons, that's right. Fast feathers, that works. Haha, <laughs> alliteration. <laughs> well, I guess it's time to step into the ring. So uh, as you step into the back area here the administration area you see like a few like non-anomalous helper people who are working here they see you walking this way see a essentially fully transformed harpy among your group and they like oh some, some shit's going down I'm, I'm, I'm out of here <laughs> two people so holding they, guns they work <laughs> they've just got average joe on payroll here <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, they don't discriminate. 
Where you gotta they, have other people an equal opportunity working like administration for and stuff. Where did they come from? This place just like appeared out of. We can talk about the uh, the implications of of carnival labor laws and transportation later. <laughs> uh, and as you are starting down this administration uh, maintenance area of the tent, you are able to already hear the music playing. And uh, as you're walking towards the back entrance area to the the main part of the tent, uh, you see standing in your way is an individual that uh you only previously heard the voice of when sluggo was having a conversation with him in his tent this individual has a face that is quite literally upside down not in the sense that they have a large frown on their face but all of their features are upside down. Their eyes are where their mouth would be. Their chin is at the top of their head. And for all of you except Miles, you begin to feel disoriented by even looking at their face. You feel like something is wrong, like you, you're doing a headstand, like there's something very wrong with your balance you feel like the world flipped upside down by even perceiving this person i think miles is gonna take a beat and start like kind of pull people closer to him like is is this helping um i don't as they get closer uh the effect is lessened but you're not able to nullify it for everyone else Similarly to how it was in the uh, tent of the heart of the Dread Behemoth, not everyone around you is able to uh, stay off this mimetic ability. It is just you for the moment. Um, uh, excuse me, sir. Um, could you can you turn that off or something? Or uh, my friends are getting real messed up over here. Ned's, like, stumbled on the ground. Uh, please. Well, kiddo, give me one good reason why I should. You've paraded throughout my circus, caused disorder. You're throwing off the balance of everything. Listen, I I, I think we're here to help each other. Um, uh, I mean, I, mean I, I heard you and Sligo talking, like, you're not a huge fan of the clowns either, right? Like... We're just here no. to we're just here to help um, Veronica get her get her sanity back, uh, and then surely uh, then you you won't even need the clowns anymore. You said it yourself that uh, with Veronica being one of the clowns or Icky or whatever you want to call her being one of the clowns that um, the you needed the clowns to help protect the circus. But if she wasn't a clown, then you wouldn't need that. So. I I, th- I think we can help each other. Just please, just chill on my friends here. You're right about a few things there, Miles. I do not care for the clowns. Magnolia certainly knows that. Uh, yeah, me neither. They kidnap kids. But there's one thing, well, 
a few things that I'd care for even less. He begins to step closer to you, and your mind doesn't give way to his mimetic abilities, but you do feel an uneasy feeling at the back of your mind, like he is trying to press harder onto your mind. Miles is going to slowly start buttoning his baseball shirt over his uh, foundation (laughs) t-shirt. Yeah, you understand, don't you? Listen, we're not, we're not, we didn't ask to come here. We just kind of showed up. We're not trying to stop, take anyone in. We just, we just want to stop the clowns from hurting Piedmont. I prom I prom we 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 promised that to uh Magnolia too. She doesn't want anyone here to get hurt either, so we're just gonna, you know, take care of the clowns and then be on our way. And no one has to be the wiser. Listen, almost none of us have even signed anything with the foundation. <laughs> Alright. I'll tell you what. If you all can defeat the clowns. I'll continue with Magnolia's plan. But I'm going to hang on to this as collateral. He grabs the arm of Lucas uh, and pulls him towards himself and throws him behind a flap in the tent that is nearby you. You hear him grunt and don't hear anything else from him uh, but that's our uh, he was gonna help uh, okay I mean as long he as steps he aside hurt. and motions towards the large area of the big top tent and just says now you all go and enjoy yourself have a good time seeing the clown of Herman Fuller's Circus. All content relating to the SCP Foundation, including the SCP Foundation logo, is licensed under the Creative Commons Sharealike 3.0, and all concepts originate from the SCP Wiki and its authors. Please see scp-wiki.net for all the original content. For all SCPs used and referenced within our episodes, please see our page on the SCP Foundation Wiki. You can find us at scp-wiki.net slash scp-play-podcast-hub, which is also linked on our anchor page. Thank you to Michael Winton for all the music that we use in our show, and thank you for listening.